Let's get back to Team Talk on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team, your New Mexico Broadcasters Association Radio Station of the Year. Now, Team Talk on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. And welcome back to Team Talk, ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Sam Hauser, Scott Galetti here for one more hour. So we're right back to a, a commonplace in our business, Scott, especially for you as somebody who spent more time on the writing side of things than I did, but that age-old adage of being right versus being first, and not that there was necessarily anything factually incorrect about the some of the reporting and, and commentary that was made over the weekend, but you know, as we're talking about Adam Schefter uh, getting put through the getting put through the grinder and Gil Brandt getting put through the grinder. Although I will continue to contend that that's as much on Sirius XM as it is on him for putting him on in that spot to talk about Dwayne Haskins. But there was even a little bit more of it over the weekend as well because for some reason we felt the need to put out a story before with one game left in the regular season. We felt compelled to put out a report that Frank Vogel was going to be fired, which, first off, I was beyond shocked and appalled to learn that this news was going to be happening. I I mean, who could have ever seen that coming? Like, we needed a heads up on it that Frank Vogel was going to be fired. So this report comes out before the Lakers finish up their regular season finale, and so naturally, Frank... uh, Naturally, Frank Vogel gets asked about it in the postgame. I don't know if you've heard this audio, but he's sitting up there after the postgame. The Lakers finally won a game. It was too late, but at least they finally won a game. And this is what Frank Vogel gets asked about. He gets asked about if he had heard about or or seen the report yet. Uh, My reaction is uh, I haven't been told. So there you go. (laughs) Shortened to the point. Uh, my reaction is uh, I haven't been told, and I'm gonna enjoy tonight's game, celebrate what these young guys did in terms of uh, scratching, scratching the claw, and getting getting back in this game, getting a W. Like why we feel like why anybody feels like oh you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna put out this report I'm gonna be first on this one this report this groundbreaking news that Frank Vogel's gonna be fired at the end of the season. I'm gonna separate. That's how I'm gonna separate myself in this news gathering, news breaking industry. No, but part of the problem, Sam, is obviously information gets out from the team that that's gonna happen, and somebody inevitably is going to do that and say, you know what? Hey, I got this piece. I'm gonna be the first, and being the first in the media, or at least in the old days in the media isn't always right because you want to get the story correct and yeah the story was correct but at the same time it's kind of uncomfortable asking a guy whoa what do you think about the news when he's still the coach it's let the let let the news happen when it's going to happen because if he gets fired before the season then it's a different story but if he gets fired at the end of the season it's no different than a coach getting fired the objection is more about, you know, in that particular race where it's really one two with Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN and, and Shams Charani of The Athletic, when the two of them are battling it out every second of, of every day to the point where, I mean, look, none of us, as we're talking about humanizing and, and, de- and dehumanizing that's that's gone on, 
none of us understand that job. It's 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 the biggest and most real combination of your job is on the line every second versus also having some pretty good job security because there's so few people on the planet that can actually do that na- that news breaking job in a way that 2022 requires. Like mm-hmm. those guys would would do a lot. Like like. It, it's not out of the realm of possibilities that Woj would end up having to do a, a live hit on ESPN on Christmas morning while his kids are opening presents in the background. Like that's what that job is. But mm-hmm. as the two of them are trying to gain, uh, you know, little edge points against each other, getting out, getting out first on a report of Frank Vogel's going to get fired isn't earning you a leg up on the other one. And when no, they're, when, it, they're it, when they're fighting that battle, that particular piece of news is not giving you a, a, an edge to the point where it's really worth it. No, this kind of the the one thing about this story, Sam, is this wasn't even news. It's like a no brainer. That's what I'm We've saying. Been talking about this going to happen for months. So it's like, oh, they're finally pulling the trigger. Wow, that's news. Eh. No, it's not. We've been speculating this since about uh, the first quarter of the season. In fact, weren't we? Uh, weren't there speculation before the season that this was going to be his last season? Yeah, so for me. He, he well, but I heard it from other sources. I mean, I'm sure it was all over the place because so it wasn't that it would it wasn't that big of it, it wasn't that big a surprise or that big a news at any point. He's been coaching that team. No, so it's just, yeah, you, I mean, I've been in the business where you want to be first, but you got to be careful being first because with first comes responsibility. You better get the dang story right. Otherwise, being first makes you look like an idiot. Or at least it makes you look like someone who just, well, you're you're doing the story you know, half-assed because you don't care or you care too much that all you care about is what the story means to you as opposed to what the story really is. Well, I, th- I think with Schefter, a big part of this is not even what he tweeted about Haskins because all things considered, it was it was pretty mild. It was unnecessary to point out that you know he, he wasn't you know what wasn't really making it big in the NFL, but it was still. It, it was still pretty mild. The only defense that I that I have of Schefter is that like is just that is these guys have to be news reporting robots. But I think as far as the backlash on Schefter, I think the the, the biggest thing is that he's just built it up. Like for a guy who just got a, a brand new what nine or ten million dollar contract, there are a few people in the sports reporting. Industry that have had a rougher that make more than Frank Vogel that and have had a rougher six months that than Adam Schefter between uh, dear Mister Editor with the with Bruce Allen and, and uh, the whole Washington Football Team uh, John Gruden story uh, the way that he tweeted out the the news about Deshaun Watson uh, and the fact that the grand jury wasn't going to press wasn't going to move forward with criminal charges like. There's when you're in that job. There's always going to be uh, blowback if you insert anything that's not straight facts into it. And so, even somebody that's been doing it as long and look big picture over the course of his career has done it as as well 
as as Adam Schefter. Like this doesn't take away from the entire career and the newsbreaker that he's been and the reporter that he's been. It's also just been inserted into his reporting life. Like not even so much like he like it's it's the the analysis and the commentary side has kind of been forced into the news breaking side and those two things do not go together in in any sense so some of it is is Schefter having to adjust to this new world of how reporting is going to work in the Twitter age like uh, like one of the stories that I was reading about this one of the reaction pieces was from Mike Florio on Pro Football Talk and he was talking about uh I was trying to, remember, trying to remember the line he used. He was talking about life moving at the speed of 280 characters, and you know he's referencing, you know, putting putting something in a tweet at that point. So there is the element of it's being forced on newsbreakers to have a little bit more, a little bit more depth. I guess would would be the word. I'm, I'm not sure if that's even necessarily the right or the best word, but there there has to be a little bit more than just straight facts. And that's that's never gonna go well. But specifically in the NFL, like this is also an NFL cultural problem. Because all that matters is give me my Sundays. I don't care who's playing. I don't care what time it's at. I will get up at eight AM to watch it watch the Jaguars play in London if it means I get my football. If I get you know, if I get twelve hours of football we know nothing about these guys' non-football <laughs> lives until they get in trouble, and that's right. it's kind of been implanted in our brains that way to just just be sucked into the the football and stick it right in my arm and just let me ingest twelve hours of football when it doesn't really matter who's playing and, and who the players are as long as we get our football, and that's how you end up in these situations of. Dwayne Haskins, you know, passing away, and he's referenced as even even the good parts of it, even the Ohio State quarterback stand, standout quarterback part of it, like that's where that identity gets associated. And, and not that other sports are perfect in this regard, but football is by far the worst when it comes to when it comes to that that ident- that that self identity aspect. So you're talking about just like his personal life and things that went wrong and all that stuff. I mean, the, the apology that Schefter did—that was, that was a great story. That was a, right. that was a, that was a great story. I would have loved to have heard that another time. And and I know that this comes off as as reactionary, as, as we're talking about this right now with you know with this tragedy that happened on Saturday. But you and I have you and I get in get into this part of it a lot, Scott. Uh, Scott, because I I find the human element of sports. So fascinating, whether it's you know how a person reacts to a situation or why a certain thing happens the way that it does. Because until we get to a point where robots and AI are playing these sports that we're watching, there's still going to be these these stories, good and bad. But we, but it's it's the stories that actually give us connections to these guys, and it's it it it's almost as if football doesn't want us to have that. Like I remember a couple of years ago uh, when Le'Veon Bell, I don't even know if he's still in the league anymore. I've completely lost track. But when uh, a couple of years ago uh, Le'Veon Bell put out this this uh, video on Twitter because he was getting crushed about having other interests outside of football. And he's just like 
man, I'm a, I'm a dude just like you. Like I, you know, I, I'm inter- you know, I'm interested in 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 music. Like I want to have other ventures. Here, here's this person that understands how much life there is still left to live after football, and he's getting crushed for it because no, just focus on football, just play football, carry the ball, give me my football. Yeah, and that's just, I guess football is a sport where that's the case. It's like no one wants to hear anything about the player usually. But the Although sport does it too. Tom, I mean, the, I mean, if you're Tom Brady, you hear everything about his personal life and Gronk and those kind of guys. But for the most part, it's like, hey, this guy's top tight end on the team, top tight end in the league, wide receiver, quarterback, you name it, D back, and that's all you ever hear, or at least that's all the fans seem to want to hear. We see this this person behind a face mask. I mean, yeah, there, there's the name on the back of the jersey, but there's also this person behind a face mask and and inside a helmet. And it ends up being how these guys go about the other six days of the week. Like you know, like again, I'm not saying that the other sports are perfect, and it it's it's kind of you know, on, on today of all days, it's kind of ironic that it ends up being this way. That for a, a, a certain section of the audience, a big turnoff for the NBA is that these guys are such big personalities on Instagram and that's how go ahead go oh no 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 go ahead i mean that, that that you know that's that's how we get to that's how we get to know them like some of these some of these guys that are in the NBA are legitimately more famous on Instagram than they are in the NBA and and that's not that's a great point and it, it's that is a great point because they're marketed differently Right, it's and it's not to say that one way is necessarily better than the other, but we know we know who we're watching, we know right. who we're going to see, right. we know right. who we're who we're following along with, and you know it's an extra reason to to buy that person's jersey because you know hey he's he's a cool follow on social media like I get to you know if even if I'm not inter- interacting with him directly, you know I'm I'm seeing what's going on. In the in that life outside of when he's wearing his jersey and, and playing in a game, the that, one that counts that for heard, something. Yeah, it sure does. But the one part that I heard in that clip was about what he did, you know, with uh, you know youth and everything else, and you know uh, stuff that he did that he did that you know people didn't even know that he did, but he did it anyway. You know, that's the kind of stories that need to get out there more often because, you know, if you know about a guy doing that kind of stuff on the uh, community relations, public relations realm, you know, that's that's more important than, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that you hear when he's doing it to do it and not doing it to, hey, look at me, I'm doing this. Speaking of Instagram, another guy who's a really interesting follow is Des Bryant, former Cowboys wide receiver Des Bryant, because he 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 is a big advocate for current athletes in that regard. As somebody who's a, a, a former NFL athlete, and and he put this out over the weekend as a reaction to some of what happened around around the news with Dwayne Haskins. We talking athletes is always going to be a serious matter with me because of the shit that I know that we go through. That Adam Scheffner said, that Gil Brent said, that's why I don't love it. That's why I don't. That's why I chose the path that I chose. Can I still play? You right. But I don't love it. I hate how we mistreat it. I hate it. And I hate that. What I really hate the most is some of you athletes who see that. 
Don't even speak up. Like for real, I'm begging you from the bottom of my heart. We need each other more than you think. Because they show sure take care of they they take care of themselves. And so, I mean, obviously, the, the, it's a lot more emotional as somebody who's been on on the inside and still sees what's going on. But it's it's the same sentiment of of their of life after football, and you know, fan, fans are focused on on the players and on their team. But when you have somebody that's telling you that way that directly, that that that. It killed his love of football. Like that, that's got my attention. I mean, I, you know, I, I can't speak for anybody else, but it certainly got my attention. Yeah, it got my attention too. But I mean, you know, it's one of those situations, Sam, that, uh, you know, hearing that soundbite from Dez is very earth shattering because it seems like that's more of the prevailing thought about what's going on as opposed to just the backdrop. And I think. You know, Dez had a platform to say something, and a lot of people are going to take the first part. Hey, he, you know, uh, uh, wow, he, he's not happy about playing as much as we thought he did. No, listen to the message that he's saying, and that's a heavy message. Right, it's the idea that, you know, even, again, even as mild as the, as the tweet was from Schefter, it's the, it's the idea that, that this person – passed away and the first thing that that he's being associated with was he didn't make it in the NFL. Right. No, and you know <laughs> there's a time and a place for that. That's where, you know, yeah, it's part of the story. It's got to be conveyed at some point, but not right when the announcement is made and maybe not even within a week of when the announcement is made because there are so many positive things that you could put in for any player in that situation that passes away or something bad happens to, as opposed to, well, you know, this guy did this, 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 and this, and then all of a sudden you just tarnished his life after he lost his life.